so my next question is when you're writing your scripts um for square dancing how do you get inspiration for that um how do you um you know i guess think of or connect whichever moves you want to connect with each other well that's a, that's an excellent question so um first of all i should say that not everybody uh writes scripts and then reads them many people do it extemporaneously that's yeah. that's harder that's a lot harder to do well but um especially since you have to you're mixing all these people up and now you have to get them together with their original partner it's it's a very difficult uh jigsaw puzzle that you're trying to solve quickly and with making decisions on a fraction of a second time time scale but there are um there are certain uh sequences of moves that flow well together Mm-hmm. Where you know that the body is the, the the dancers' bodies are turning in certain directions, so you don't want to have them turning and then suddenly turn the other way. That's bad calling. Um, that's one yeah, thing. So there 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 are these nice sequences that you that you just learn by doing or dancing. Yeah. And so I have I have two other I have two things to contribute to that. You know, how do we come up with ideas? One of them is that uh, we actually you know, dance to, you know, we, we, we dance to excellent callers when we go to festival or we, when we go to dances and, and, and people are calling here. And if we, you know, if, if there is something that we, that we really like, we're like, wow, that's so cool. Like that was great. We actually will, we'll write, we'll write it down so we can, you know, learn it and use it in our own writing. And then another way that uh, we generate some, you know, kind of interesting material is we might pick a particular call and then try to work out interesting flow sequences, as Greg described, that involve that call, like building blocks that we can use. And we'll dance them here in the living room to see, you know, to see how they feel. And, uh, you know, do they, do they flow nicely? And, you know, are they, are they satisfying? So, and another important tool in the toolbox is that there are computer programs that uh, show dancers. You can type in the calls, or even some. And with some of those computer programs, you can even speak the calls. And with voice recognition, um, the 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 dancers on the comp- on the on the screen will dance the calls, mm-hmm. and so you can kind of compose a dance that way using a computer. Oh wow. Uh, before computers, people had what were called checkers. They would have oh, little cutouts of dancers, and we still use those. So you have put you have checkers, cutouts of dancers, and you sort of push them around on the on the table. Mm-hmm. Okay, sort of like chess, a little. Yeah, a little like chess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what's your favorite? Okay, favorite um, call. So a call is is a sequence of of dance moves. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, Karen. I, what's your? <laughs> I don't know. I, I have a, I have kind of a, I have a crazy affection for chain down the line. Okay. So it's just, oh, you know, uh, I just, I just, you know, I just like it. <laughs> How about you know? Um, I like something called relay the Ducey, which That's is one, a fairly yeah, one elaborate. Of the long calls. Yes, one of the long calls. Flutter wheel and reverse flutter wheel. <laughs> extremely nice. Yeah. It just sounds good. I like I like how um, each one of them. We also could it actually them. illustrate those for you with those computer programs if you're curious to see what. Oh those yeah. Look like. 
Do you think we could do that, Karen? Can you bring up Colorama? I don't have Colorama on this computer. Oh, what a shame. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, and um, you talked a little bit about this, but um, briefly, could you just explain the mathematics behind square dancing? You can pull up the slides if you want to, if you want to share your screen. Well, I don't think we need to because um, the... The talk goes on and on about that. Once we get started with that, you know, (laughs) it'll just take over the whole podcast. So, uh, but we did. We start, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the first, uh, uh, you know, the the first kind of mathematical thing is that you can think of the arrangement of the dancers on the floor as a as a as a physical state of the square, and the calls are like operators that act on the square and change it from one state to another. Sort of like in quantum, in quantum mechanics, you have, uh, uh, you know, a time evolution operator that moves, you know, change, you know, t- evolves the state in time. And here we're evolving the state of the square by acting on the square with these calls. Uh, another, as, another physics aspect has to do with, uh, symmetry. Like there are certain symmetries in the square and the calls preserve the symmetries or break the symmetries or restore the symmetries. And so, um, you know, since we, but we both have our, you know, in our own fields, uh, work a lot with symmetries that, you know, we see, you know, every time we look at a square, we see those kinds of, uh, the symmetry, the symmetries of the square. And there are also interpretations in terms of not theory and, and, you know, abstract mathematics like category theory. Right. So. Yeah, and, the, I mean, and the, you don't need to know any of that, by the way, to square dance. Right, yeah, a good thing too. <laughs> <And> but <laughs> I think virtually no square dancers think in terms in those terms when they're dancing, but uh, you can interpret it. Right, but in one one version of the talk, we impressed the the mathematicians of the Park City Mathematics Institute by presenting a a, a, a theorem a, a theorem about square dancing as a as a, as you know, in the framework of category theory and making even a fake journal reference. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it was a true theorem. I mean, the, the theorem was true. Mm-hmm. You know, it, was, okay. it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't just like gobbledygook that sounded like a theorem. It was actually. It was actually true. Okay. Wow. Um. Uh. I was also thinking, um, since there are so many different combinations of, um, you know, moves that you can put together in one call, that's another form of mathematics behind square dancing, um, maybe. Um, and I also did notice when I was watching your video, um, when you were calling that, um, a lo- well, a lot of colors kind of took on a Southern twang or a Southern accent, maybe. It just reminded me a lot of that. Um, do you think that when you're square dance, when you square dance, there's a shift in your mood or maybe like um, it makes you feel a certain way um, that other forms of music or other activities maybe don't? I don't, I don't, well, first of all, you don't need a Southern twang. So obviously we're, we don't have, we don't naturally speak with a Southern right. twang. Although sometimes when I'm calling, I will kind of put on that kind of show, but I should comment, you know, that, uh, square dancing is a, is a very, uh, 
international um, um, activity. activity, and there are some really fantastic English square dancers. And they don't even attempt that. They call with their English accents, and it sounds great. Or their or their German accents. Or their German accents. Right. But um, you know, I mean, we were just a few days ago dancing to Die Green and Terry McCann, and from England, again by Zoom. And uh, you know, they're, they they have English accents. That sounds great. But, yeah, but I guess I mean, in terms of in terms of mood, though, I mean the. Uh, I mean, one of the reasons that people enjoy square dancing is that it's just a really amazing mood. It's lifter and energizer. Like there have been many times at the end of the week on a Friday night when I've been feeling like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't really want to go out dancing. And then we go and then we're like, you know, after, after 15 minutes or so, we're, we're, you know, feeling, you know, start to feel good and start to feel, feel energy. That's you know, true. It's, it's a great, it's a, a great you leave, you leave your troubles, you know, you leave your troubles behind and just uh, right. enjoy, enjoy the dancing. Right. Um, what is the meaning of music to you? Do you think maybe in square dancing or just music in particular? Um, what role does that play? Um, or maybe I should say, just like what what is the meaning of that to you? I, it's hard to answer. I mean, music is such, such an important part of my life and always has been. You know, I always listen to music. Always been involved with music in some way, so it's just uh, and it sort of can't really put my finger on meaning. It's just an essential part of mm-hmm. of who I am. Yeah, and it's just—I mean—it's also just a, you know really connects on an emotional level. Like listening to certain pieces of music, certain classical pieces of music, or certain certain songs just uh, wake something up. Yeah, inside inside of you. Uh, and you know you get that get that feeling of connect you know of, of that connection to the to the music and to the performers mm-hmm. and that's just for me like a real that's also kind of a very powerful a powerful positive feeling yeah i totally agree um when i play the piano too i also feel the same thing like it definitely the type of the music that i play or the type of the music that i listen to definitely does play a really big role um, so yeah, I totally agree. Um, and I also have a question. If you could make a Spotify playlist and you could only put five songs on it, um, it might be different for, you know, the two of you, but um, what would that look like? Um, well, okay. I mean, I think that depends a lot on um, the kind of mood you're in or you're trying to get yourself in and what the circumstances are. For example, um, when I go running, uh, um, Mozart's Jupiter symphony, especially the last movement is, is quite a great, great piece of music to run to. Um, if I'm sick, the middle movement of opus 132 of Beethoven string quartet, um, uh, called the Heiliger Dunkgesang, which he wrote while convalescing from an illness, uh, is kind of perfect. And, or, you know, I even have, I have playlists for these different situations. You know, one, one is called Quiet Night and it has things like the Heiliger Dunkgesang and, and Rachmaninoff's vocalese and so on. 
But, you know, if I had to choose, I would choose a lot of Bach. I would choose the well-tempered clavier and um, the sweets, Goldberg variations, and Schubert, impromptus. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think if, again, I, uh, I, I enjoy listening to all different kinds of music, uh, classical, and the more square dancing calling we've been doing, the more I've been listening to different kinds of popular music and country music, uh, both from, you know, kind of, you know, classic stuff from the fifties, like Buddy Holly, you know, all the way through disco and up to the, up to the current day. But I, I don't, I think, uh, if I had to pick five songs on a, on a playlist, I think they would also, for me, they would also be classical, like chamber, chamber music, string quartets, because, uh, those other songs, you know, other songs like Body Holly songs or, or Johnny Cash songs are, are great, but I could see myself listening to, to, to you know, to Bach or to, uh, Beethoven string quartet, you know, like every day forever. I have actually now having tried to sing, you know, sing songs, I have a much, much higher respect for, for popular, for pop musicians than, than I did before. I can now see all the, you know, like the incredible talent and artistry that's going into getting those songs and making them so catchy and cool and appealing that they just get like millions and millions of views on YouTube. It, it really, yeah, <laughs> but, it's a, one of, again, one of those things that looks easy. Right. But but there's but there but I have to say that square dance calling is for me. I mean, I never paid much much attention to uh, popular music. Um, I mean, of course, I was aware of it and aware of many songs. But um, but um, it's been quite an education. <laughs> and you know, I was listening basically listening mostly to classical music most of my life until I started uh, the square dance calling. That's great. Um, one last thing before I ask you to maybe perform a little something for us is I have one more question for Karen. And that's, um, do you have any advice for female students who want to get into science? Um, any qualities that they should have? Characteristics? What would you say? Um. I th well, okay. I guess I mean my my advice is is maybe, uh, uh, you know, really really for you know really for everybody, which is uh, but but I think sometimes uh, female student you know, women students uh, uh, are you know get don't get as much encouragement you know or they get some active discouragement or uh, if they're having difficulty they don't they might feel that this is not really for them and not, and that they shouldn't stick with it. So I think, uh, uh, I think, I think the, the, my advice is, you know, if you, if you enjoy, if you enjoy physics, you know, you get really, if you, if you love doing it, you know, get immersed in it, uh, then you should, you know, don't, don't let outside, don't let people outside discourage you. You know, you should, uh, you know, look for and you know, look for good mentors and good fellow students, and uh, you know, ignore ignore the naysayers. You know, keep 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 at it if you if you believe that's right for you. Uh, and I think that you know, for example, for me, uh, 
you know, I, I started studying physics at Princeton and Greg has always been a great supporter for me. And sometimes even when things weren't, weren't going so well, you know, he was always uh, encouraging me and, you know, helping me keep, you know, keep my spirits up and keep, keep at it. So that's, you know, it's, it's if you can find people like that to, to help you, you know, or, or uh, teachers, mentors. Yeah. That's great. Um, thank you for that. Um, so I guess, is there maybe a call that you would like to perform for us now? So, so what we, what we got ready for you. So again, you can, you can choose, you know, you can, you can, you can uh, pick and choose as you like. So we, we, we set up to call like basically, you know, maybe this would be like a minute and a half. We'll each do, we'll, we'll each call one sequence for you the way we would call if we were calling on Zoom. And then I'll also share with you a video of mm-hmm. us calling at, uh, at the National Square Dance Convention where you can see us, you know, up on the, st- which you can see up, us up on the stage and, uh, and the, uh, the people, you know, the people dancing while we're calling. Okay, okay. sure. That sounds great. Cause yeah, because it's, it's it's more fun to you know it's more fun to see the people dancing you know to see the people dancing and bow to your partner, bow to your corner too. Hey, walk around that corner, girl, left hand ready for a dope pass. So a partner by the left, a corner by the right, a partner by the left. Four ladies chain across, join sixteen hands, circle left. Circle to the left with the one that's boss. Ladies in the men's sachet, let me hear about it. Ladies in the men's sachet, circle to the left the same old way. Hello, man left with the old left hand. Let's go with the right and left grand. Can't go home with old man Bill. Bridge washed out at the bottom of the hill. When your home has passed the ocean there. Extend and swing through two by two. Boys run right, couple circulate. Chain down the line, you turn yours and I'll turn mine. Lines forward, up and back you go. Then pass through, bend the line, star through. There's your corner, element left, and a right and left grand round the ring you go. Meet at home. And bow to the partner corner to you, cause you're through. Okay, that's a little sampling, and <laughs> of what okay. of what we sound like. Right, and then uh, I picked a, a video that we took at the convention. Here is Good Luck Charm short version. You can see the um, you can see us on the right hand side, right? Yeah. The, okay. I don't want a silver dollar. I don't want an old horse shoe. Well, the men Wait! 
Uh, I saw people dressed up and yes. they, 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 were, they were having a good time. They seem to be having a good time. Yeah. That was very fun. <laughs> that was and great. we were having a good time too. Yes, so. I tell. Um, well, thank you so much for being on here and for sharing that with us. That was amazing. And it looked it looked so fun. I want to square dance. It is. So fun. It is. Give it a try. <laughs> Circle left. Love is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring. Men star right once around. Alaman left the corner, weave the town. Oh, I fell into a burning ring of fire. Swing and promenade as flames go higher, and it burns, burns, burns. That ring of fire, that ring of fire. Alaman left your corner. Bad your partner. Zoomers too. 